His name is Donald J. <laughs> Trump. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Welcome to episode 30 from sunny Chicago. We're 30. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Can't take it. Who thought it would go as long as this? Who could believe it? I mean, it's still just a little over a half a year, but still in podcasting terms, Oh, most shows make it like one or two shows. Yeah. And then a lot of people give up. Right. Right. (laughs) A lot of people give up when they realize, wow, this is a lot of work and it takes time to build an audience and it takes time to record the shows, especially with regularity at a regular time. Right. And it starts feeling like a job and a lot of people jump off. But sure. That's the beauty of (laughs) podcasting. Somebody in the troll room where we do these things live at trollroom.io made a comment the other day that opinions are like podcasts everybody has one and it's like that's kind of <laughs> that's true I'm like maybe people more people may have podcasts now than actually have opinions that could be yeah i know that's more have them than have brains that's well, for damn sure yes yes this past week at only 16 shot in chicago four fatally so there's your chicago up yeah but that's a 25 percent kill ratio that's pretty high they are getting better wow they are getting better mm. i have seen a few people uh talking about loading up on ammo including mm-hmm. uh, kenny ben who uh, donated yeah. to our show today and we appreciate that but thank you kenny you're, ben. you're not the only one that is uh looking to get both food and ammo because the world right now yeah. is in flux is the best way to put unbelievable. it unbelievable unbelievable yeah what did you think of Uncle Joe? I didn't pull the clip, but of Biden saying that Putin cannot be allowed to remain in power. It's like, dude, what are you trying to do? Yeah, is the president. It's, it's, um, what I want to know is if that uh, cream puff uh, four star pussy Millie was uh, you know back channel phones calling Putin. Say, oh, he really didn't mean that like he did for Trump. Probably. Yeah, somebody <laughs> had to. I think somebody had to. And uh, Putin's already made a comment. It was a week or two ago, I believe, when Biden said something, you know, it was the saber rattling kind of stuff that Biden likes to throw out there because he likes right. to go into that. I'm a tough guy persona. Oh. And I, I appreciate that to a certain extent. But he said something else where Putin then made the comment like, yeah, I'm not really taking that at its face value. I'm not taking this literally. I just think, you know, he was upset. So it's. I mean, I thought Putin's the madman that everybody's telling us is going to lead us to World War Three. And he's the one listening to Joe Biden, our great leader, and going, no, I understand he's he's old and, and cranky. And stupid. Well, that, too. Yeah, that, too, because you don't say you're going to be removing a leader of a nuclear power 
out uh you're not going to remove him without (laughs) this isn't like oh we're just going to make a small maneuver and this will happen it's like you just can't do that if you don't understand that you cannot say that without possibly causing world war three that's where the scary stuff comes in this is why They've been afraid, the people handling Joe Biden, about him going off script from the minute he took office. Yeah. And he continues to, doesn't he? Yes. Yes. <laughs> which they is... send in Peppermint Patty to uh, reconfigure his bullshit. And so. it would be entertaining if it were not what was on the line now. Well, yes, it would be very funny if it didn't. Uh, you know, it, it, I think it was at, um, let's see, was it Adam or just somebody said. Maybe I'm confusing other but somebody somebody said on a podcast not too long ago that it, oh who was it ah, doesn't matter that it really doesn't matter who the president is you know right. yes it does <laughs> I hate to, whoever the fuck said that you might want to walk that back it matters <laughs> it is a uh, you know in normal times maybe not that there's just a mouthpiece at the front. But it's been a long time. I mean, it's been going back to Reagan, and we know Reagan actually had the issues after he was shot where he was not completely mentally there. So we know this has been in our history yeah. cover ups. Reagan came back, which was a rarity, especially for his age. He was able to come back from that. Biden, I think, is just too far gone and being allowed to say things that could possibly spark a world war not so good this is not just the guy at the top changes and all of the policies are the same because the policies are pretty much the same yeah but the reality is now the stakes are just a little bit higher because you're dealing with a world that is seemingly way more dangerous than when trump left just because of the actions that have happened since then And you can break this down a thousand different ways, but the simple man explanation would be this stuff didn't happen when Trump was in office because people were afraid that he would bring the hammer down on them for doing the bad stuff, whatever that may be. And they look at Biden and go, I'm not afraid of it. I mean, everybody's had this as a child. You mean, usually you have one of your two parents is more the bad cop that if you do something, you know, either mom or dad's going to you're going to get way in more trouble if they're the ones involved, Mm -hmm. you know, or in the case of you have a grandparent or somebody that babysits and, you know, you can get away with a lot of stuff. So you just get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's what the world is doing right now. (laughs) When they look at Biden, they're like, oh, grandma, grandma's in the office. Oh, yeah, we can do anything. She's babysitting now. At least that's the way I see it. You know, somebody should just uh, do a a video channel that just has nothing but taking all of Joey's speeches, everything, every time he appears and uh, just instant or I guess afterwards, just do pop ups and uh, saying, you know, it doesn't matter. He's senile and maybe a cuckoo clock soundtrack underneath. So people (laughs) see it and just take it, you know, that that extra audio track and video would do a lot. Yes. uh, We're like, to all leaders of other countries, please do not take what Joe Biden says seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Please understand what's going on here, because you can say the president is only a figurehead, and there's a certain amount of truth to that, because without the backing of Congress, there's not a lot 
a president can do on their own. They can't do as much damage. But still, yeah, it's really interesting that the, the two biggest clown assholes on the world's political stage are neighbors right here. We got uh, <laughs> Justy, Justin, right. Joey, the double J's. You know, <laughs> it's really funny. Grandpa right Joey and continent. little Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There, that Pretty is funny. kind of that's a, it's a love it's a love family. And they really them. they really are buffoons, really. You know, both of them. It's it's it's, it's extraordinary. <laughs> you know, and Canada's never really been considered a world power. You know, so that nobody really cares as much. The United States is one of what three countries, maybe four, that is you can cause a lot of damage around the world. And oh, what are the, I think there's, I think there's up, there might be as many as 10 nuclear powers by this time, I think. Which also yeah. makes things a little bit scarier. Yeah. When you talk about the <laughs> nuclear winter, when we were growing up, it was like there were what, three countries involved. Yes. Now there's about 10, I think. Now it's a little scary and we hope you're okay during this episode. We can hear that rain. That's some serious rain you got coming in. It's when it rains in California, despite what Albert Hammond saying. It, well, no, he did say it, man, it pours. He's right. It pours. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, did you see the event that everybody's talking about? And I know we normally avoid this <laughs> kind of stuff, but. Yeah, but we can't. We can't avoid this. I know. I know. I, uh, I, I, not live. I mean, you'd have to put a gun to my head to make me watch that shit. But I've seen clips. I've seen the clip. I've seen the Japanese unedited version and the, you know, the American one. Yes. Yeah, it, it is interesting that there are a couple of different versions and just how differently it's covered even with the fact that as you said the foreign coverage did not go to silence where the american coverage did. we're talking about the oscars right where chris rock made a joke as he is want to do i mean he's a comedian and was taken in a very well it wasn't really taken in a originally anyway in in bad form by will smith the joke was about will smith's wife but we can play the audio here for those who haven't as of yet just in case yes you know who's got the hardest job tonight javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated now if she loses he can't win (laughs) he is praying that will smith wins like please lord Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? Now, for those that don't know, Jada is suffering from alopecia and it doesn't have any hair. So, thus, the G.I. Jane joke. <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. And they cut to the crowd here and Will Smith originally laughing. Yeah, that's what made me wonder when I saw this. He was laughing at first. I mean, I don't. I'm not convinced it wasn't all staged. That that is that the big question. There right there. That, I'm not, not at all convinced. <clears throat> no. That is the big question. And the camera though then goes to Jada, who isn't pleased, which maybe is what uh, sets this into motion. I'm out here. Oh, Richard. <laughs> Will Smith out of his seat now, approaching Chris Rock. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. And a slap. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Get my name out your fucking mouth. 
Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? Now, I will say, Will Smith can emote in a crowd. <laughs> that was not mic'd, and that was uh, very, very clearly coming in. Now, some people have pointed out that in the part here, which is what right about here, where the slap comes in, mm-hmm. it's an interesting sound. Will Smith just sm- oh, a little, a little prior to that. Okay. Okay, so that to me, as a few people have pointed out, sounds like a hand hitting the lavalier microphone on his chest. Yes. Rather than the face. Correct. And the real interesting thing, and you have to give Chris Rock a lot of credit for this. I mean, either way, whether it was staged or not. Right. He takes it, doesn't bring his hands up, does not rub his face, does not. He, his hands go back behind his back when he continues on where they were before he got allegedly hit here in the face and just goes on where, I don't know, I think most people, if this wasn't staged, Chris Rock's reaction just seemed way too much like he knew something was coming. Yes. I agree. And, you know, and I watched the way, you know, I'm sure that, you know, Will, Will Smith has done a fuck ton of action movies right and um, plenty of fight scenes and i'm sure he's been trained by professional stuntmen who are the masters of pulling punches and making it look realistic and uh, when i saw him, the way he threw that punch uh, or that slap i should say right it was definitely <laughs> he, open hand it was open hand it he came out it was uh, but what happened at the same time was his left hand popped up towards his chest and that's classic. That is classic stuntman fake punch throw stance. Classic. And uh, I know I got to get a hold of a guy, a good friend of mine I've known forever is <clears throat> one of the most successful stunt guys in Hollywood. I would see what he says because he'll know in, a, in an instant he will, he will know. Yeah. So if that know. was legit or not. Because if I'm Chris Rock and I legitimately just got hit, it's hard to just take it and move on. Although yeah. Will Smith is a much bigger guy. That part yeah. was slightly interesting. And the thing that was the most interesting to me, there has been a common theme on the No Agenda show the last couple of shows that we are going into a 1970s redux. You know, this is mm. a lot of the same stuff happening that happened in the 1970s. And we know that the Oscars, the amount of people watching the Oscars has been dropping steadily especially the last couple of years with covid it's gone way down sure and it used to be must see tv and now it's like nobody really cares nobody cares back in 1979 at the daytona 500 which was i believe the first daytona 500 ever broadcast live at the end of the race there was a wreck and then an altercation between a few drivers kelly arborough and uh, somebody else now i can't remember but that was caught by the cameras and it catapulted nascar to much bigger audiences because people were like whoa this is this is interesting i'm just i'm wondering you know the oscars uh was it planned was it not planned it'll be interesting to see if they do anything because there was a new story that the oscars were considering 
pulling the award from Will Smith, from banning him from the organization. And I don't see any of that happening. (laughs) I just don't because he's too big of a star. Uh, I'm waiting for the mainstream media coverage of toxic masculinity, but that may not come because it was black on black crime here. And we really don't hear about that. True. So who will they point the fingers at? And that to me is maybe the only interesting thing about this is what will be the court of public opinion? Who will come down that says, oh, well, it's okay for Will Smith to do that in the heat of the moment, because obviously if somebody makes a joke about your wife and who's going to come down on the side of, well, you know, violence is never the answer for somebody verbally taunting you. And we've talked about that here. It used to be sticks and stones. Right. And it really wasn't that it wasn't an angry joke. It didn't seem you're making fun that she has lost her hair, which is not cool. But I don't know if it reaches that level of wanting to cause violence. And she has a medical condition, but so do a lot of guys. I mean, not the same exact thing, but a lot of guys are made fun of for not having hair or, you know, it's just something that is done. I'm not saying it makes it right or wrong, but making fun of somebody for a variety of reasons is what comedians do. Uh, You know, who knows? And there's been a longstanding, uh, you know, sort of Hollywood rumor that both the Smiths are quite gay and are each other's beards. So uh, that could, that could bring something in to the, it's why Will wanted to act manly. Maybe. Who knows? It is possible. Yeah. It would seem to be possible. It would make sense. It was the only interesting thing in the Oscars as a whole. So there's that. Well, you know, the thing is, it's it's, the whole whole thing is so stupid. I mean, I I couldn't for the past several years, I couldn't tell you even two movies that were up for Oscars. I mean, does anybody go to the fucking movies? (laughs) No, I mean, really? And and then the whole the other other end of it that's uh, I think people are overlooking is nobody seems to give a shit anymore about pageantry. You know what I mean? What are you wearing? And right, it's, it, that seems like a very passe um, piece of culture that's that's kind of fading fast. Right. It's almost always the answer was to what are you wearing? Something that was probably made in a sweatshop somewhere. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, what is what is allowed? Of course, the. The hosts were a white woman and woman and two black women, although I don't know if they identify as women. I mean, we, we may be. Maybe. Who, who was the host? It was, so it was Chris Rock and who else? No, he was just presenting. Uh, oh, oh, OK. The, um, Wanda Sykes, uh, who were there was then the white Amy Schumer was. No, the, um, oh, my God. Okay, yeah, oh, maybe. That's, a, that's a night of pain. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, which, again, wasn't really bringing people in to want to watch the show. And without this event, then I don't think anybody's talking about it. So this is why it's like, this is so easy for people to go into that. Well, was it staged? Because it really didn't seem like a punch. Because if he was really mad, I'm assuming Will Smith, if he would have thrown a punch, especially the fact that Chris Rock didn't even try to stop it. I mean, he could have probably taken him down, I would think. But well, I mean, if he's really that pissed off, I'd have I'd have met him by the stage door, right? Lumped him up there. You know what I mean? Um, it's just like that's because that's what made me think this is fake and staged. Just the fact that he chose to do it that way, you know, and the slap instead of a punch. So I think, it, you know, I'm very leaning, very much leaning towards the, the phony side of it. And we have such Fakery. a woke 
Oscars committee, though, that's anti-violence. How do they let this stand if it wasn't something that they signed off on? You know, if this was something that, say, Chris Rock and Will Smith were like, hey, you know what? We could pull this. This would be hilarious. This would get us right. you know, viral all over the place. I don't yeah. know if those two guys have any kind of relationship. I mean, they're both in showbiz. I'm assuming they both live in L.A. in that area. I don't know. But whether or not they are buddies or whether or not they have some kind of bad blood from the past, I don't really know. I don't really care. But uh, it does scream fake. So it does. And what's re- what's really funny is the uh, you know when when you look at Twitch shit, how people just uh, you know like uh, goldfish going for the the food sprinkled on the surface. It's like they, <laughs> they went from they it, they get so invested and so enraged about two dudes who are impossibly rich, uh, fucking around as if it matters even a scintilla in anybody's lives but theirs but they get deeply invested in this and start clawing each other's faces with their tweets over you know this one's the good guy and the bad guy and it's just you, re- you realize how fucking stupid people are when you see that shit well it's the ultimate distraction from yeah. real things that are going on in the world i mean don't look at ukraine don't look at hunter biden's laptop don't look at what's going on with a grand right. jury at hunter biden Look at two centimillionaires slapping each other or one yes. fucking award show. It's just <laughs> now if we can get them in a cage match where they really fight, well then yeah. that might be interesting. Yeah. That might be interesting. But there is rage on all levels. And this was a rarity this week when I found a clip like right after we finished the last show. Which yeah. this is a teacher that is from I think it was North Carolina who I mean, I get it being a teacher. I can understand how it's very easy to uh, to lose your uh, lose your cool because Mm -hmm. students, we know the way of the world right now. We know what teachers have to deal with. I'm sure some are better than others. Of course, now, just to give you an idea of the reaction to this audio that we're about to play, some students claim that they were traumatized by this outburst from the teacher Ooh. which i guess some of the noises you're going to hear include the teacher allegedly hitting a golf club on the floor i don't know why there was a golf club in the classroom <laughs> in an early tea time right after school maybe so, like i'm getting ready yeah. to go out and tee off it seemed yeah. a little strange and uh but i guess com- maybe not completely unheard of i don't know if it was a teaching aid i don't know if you know a kid had a golf club although i don't that doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. He also allegedly threw a desk, which I don't know. Ooh. Throwing a desk, desk is hard. Yeah. Was this like the, the, the big teacher's desk in the front of the room or like one of the kitty desks? Oh, it had to be a kitty desk. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, you're going to throw was, that, because even a big guy, I mean, okay. you might be able to turn those over, but I don't know if you're able to uh, throw one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but that would be some of the noises. If you want me to stop this at any time, it's about two okay. minutes. This is a teacher not having a good day. All right. I'll see you in the office. You'll wait for me there after the second bell so I can dismiss the rest of the class. Does anyone else want to try my authority? Because I am fucking done playing with you idiots. I am here because I want to be here. I guess I should say it's also a ninth grade classroom. 
I was just going to ask. That would make them, what, about 13, I guess? The age? Yeah. Right. Like freshman year okay. of high school. Freshman year. All right. Okay. I somewhat enjoy this job. At least he enjoys this job. That's good. <laughs> you need something from me. I need nothing from you. You can Correct live him. your life and live on. They need nothing from him. Go ahead. <laughs> Draw your paycheck on the 1st and the 15th from my taxes and live just an absolute horrible life. I don't care. Wait a minute. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit, too. Is the clip clear for you or is that? Uh... Yeah, it is. Oh, now you're really roboting. Let me uh, let me refresh clean feed quick here okay. and see if this will bring back the dulcet tones that we normally get from Larry. We'll see if this is any clearer. How's that? I hear you perfectly. Okay. Yes. Now we'll play this again here. Okay. You can go through life and live on the fucking system. Draw your paycheck on the Wait a minute. Stop. 15- Stop. What did he say? You can go through life in something, the fucking system. What did he say? Right. Living off the system. You go through living off the system. Okay. So he's All basically right. saying you're going to be a bunch of rejects. You won't be able to have jobs. So you'll be. Um, hmm. You'll be okay. living off the dole. So he's talking. So he's talking about UBI here. <laughs> yes, what this is. I think so. really. Well, I don't. Okay, know. that would be my guess. Right. Is that he maybe uh, is thinking more that they are always just going to be on uh, government assistance because they oh. learn in his class. Okay, All right. you can go through life and live on the fucking system. Draw your paycheck on the first and the fifteenth from my taxes and live just an absolute horrible life. I don't care. You can. Yes. Is this a public school? It is a public school. Well, it didn't be phone rocked about drawing extra people's taxes, actually. They are drawing right from people's taxes. You are robotting it. Yeah, there is. The internet is against us today. It is the rain in California. No question about it. Yeah. But hopefully, this will calm it down. We need the anti rain stick. No agenda has the rain stick. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We need the. Stick. Well, we need the. We need the, the it, it is. It is robotting so bad. Let me refresh this again. This is the joys of doing a live podcast. It's the Cylon Raider bit. Ah, uh, yeah. We we should manufacture those as show merch for this. The, the drought stick, Ooh, the rain stick. Yes, we do. But, uh, we need we need the app opposite of the rain stick. Yes. <laughs> and be another statistic. I don't care. That's on you. And if you think it's funny, I can take you down to the county office and we'll pull the fucking numbers. And if you don't like my language, I don't give a shit. Because you said words. And if, again, Samaya, you leave too. Get out now. Get your shit. Get out. Get out now. I didn't fucking ask a question. See now that sound. I that sounds like a whip. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess that was the golf club there, where he's telling. So, with, so he kind of slurred. Did he say, "Are you smiling or something?" And said, "Get the fuck out." Is that is that what happened? Sounds like that. Let's hear it again. It works and if, again. Smile. You leave too. Get out now. You- maybe, uh, and that was a name. Maybe that he was. Oh, your shit. Get out. Get out now. I didn't fucking ask a question. I told you to get the fuck out. Now get the fuck out. Anyone else want to play games? <laughs> right. Does anybody else want to play games? Like, sure. Let's, yeah, golf, I guess. Golf. 
I mean, <laughs> we got the club. Yeah, right. We got a couple balls. <laughs> but it's interesting because that, that's not just hearing. And this is kind of like listening mm. for the sound of the slap in the Chris Rock audio. Yeah. That you hear the whoosh, which it, it doesn't just sound like it crashing. It sounds like you're hearing it going through the air, which I mean, maybe that's what it is. If well, if it's the sound of it whistling, that guy's really he's got a good swing then, man. He's really whipping that. Wow. <laughs> he shouldn't be a now, who's recording this? Some kid with an iPhone in the yeah. room, I guess. Yeah, okay. must be somebody in one of these kids in the room that's right. probably like, uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> something's happening. Yeah. Get your stuff and get out. Put your phone away. No, oh. Okay, I like that part. He tells the girl, "Put your phone away." Put your phone away. And she says, "No." Wow. You wonder, I guess, is this the recorder? Is this the recording? Is that the, who's telling the chick recording it? I don't I believe guess. so, because it sounds like no? it's further away. So somebody oh, else okay. is like on their phone. All right. Which we know is a problem in school. Something I didn't realize sure even until the last uh, random thoughts when I talked about the fact that they were their article that was talking about discord being so bad for the kids. Yes. Yes. Was like, well, you know, schools will block Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, but, you know, they don't block Discord. So kids are on Discord all day at school. And I'm like, who the hell lets these kids have phones in their hand while they're in class? It's so wrong. I just don't get it. I don't understand how this is an environment of learning. You know, one of my kids in high school, um, you know, to the teacher's credit, she had when she had those, you know, those <clears throat> first people with smaller closets, it's like a shoe bag. It's a vertical thing with pockets. You right. stuff the shoes. At, right. She had one of those just inside the door of her math classroom and everybody came in, had to dump their phones in there um, on their way in and pick them up on the way out. And that's how it should pretty much work. And hopefully they're silenced. otherwise yeah but that is i just i was unaware because we lived in a different time zone i mean i was in high school in the 80s and this was at the point where there were some of these scientific calculators that had the ability for you to store notes in them if you wanted to and the teachers knew that well not all of them but a lot were up on it and were like if there was a test even, you know, if you were in an English test, you couldn't have the calculator on your desk because you might be using it for cheating. It's like if phones are allowed anywhere. Right. This is the ultimate in being able to cheat because, one, you can have any kind of crib note you want on the phone or you could just, you know, text your friend sitting across the room and ask what the answer is. There you go. <laughs> I just I just don't get it. And when a teacher that I kind of get the rage here. When the teacher says the kid, you know, put the phone away and they're just like, no, no. <laughs> well, is there any uh, explanation of what trigger what set this guy off to begin with? Let's see here. A North Carolina teacher has resigned after this incident. OK, after now, one student called this and we're almost through with this. We'll finish this out. But one student called this racially motivated this outburst, which I don't know this. Is, is it because, like that in there. you know, and I don't know, to be honest, what yeah. color the teacher was. Don't really care. Don't really know what color most of the students are. Don't really care. Right. Unless you're using the certain terms that could be thrown out there that right. are racially motivated. I don't understand how this becomes anything racial. No. The teacher. Uh, let's see. You want to be a statistic, blah, blah, blah. Um, the student who recorded the video is Saimia Josie, 
And she said she was traumatized by the incident and uh, doesn't want to go back to school. Well, who does? Who really? She was traumatized because uh, she's never seen any like this kid is at least 12 years old. Right. And her parents have never been pissed off or had a fight in front of her. Nothing. Right. This is the first time it's ever happened. Sure. And it's, I mean, freshman yeah. year high school, that's like 14, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, 13, right. 14. So you're in that 13, range. 14. Yeah. But traumatized because traumatized. somebody lost their shit. But let's let yeah. me finish out here. Get your stuff and get out. Put your phone away. No, oh, you want your fucking toe. Get out. Now. Now. Get out. No, I don't. I see you taking your time and acting with an attitude. You have no right. You have no right to have an attitude. Okay, now did you hear the student say she was going to beat his ass ass. for real? She's going to beat his ass for real. Wow, bring it again. I'm (laughs) yeah, I'm again. I'm understanding why the teacher maybe was having an issue with this particular class. Maybe, yeah. So if he resigned, why wasn't she thrown out? She threatened the guy. Well, of course, because you can't be at fault if you're but well just go down the list yeah true okay i guess maybe then uh some uh calmer heads prevailed but yeah. they're uh <laughs> I don't know. I didn't hear anything racial about that. So that no, is probably the no. case of a black student and a white teacher. And it's easy then to say, well, we had a problem, so it must be racial. Right. Yeah. You know, that's what it seems to me because I didn't hear anything. Now, when students disobey a direct order from a teacher and then tell them no and then tell them they're going to beat them, it's like, I don't know. That seems to be yeah. that at the, again, at that age, what ages are you expected to be able to understand that? bad behavior has consequences and again this is the the, it's just humorous to me that bad language is going to be what traumatized somebody or somebody throwing a fit and like smashing something down not physically assaulting any of the kids just you know you know even if it is just slamming a golf club right or turning a desk over it's like i don't know that that doesn't seem like something that would traumatize a an average person at that age when i was that age this it may yeah. be different now it is different Aaron. you you know now they, everyone's a snowflake so you know that's it you looked at, i don't like the way you looked at me i'm suing you right it's like <laughs> right. this is uh this is not going to go well for these folks as they go throughout their life yes school yes. is supposed to teach you to be prepared for what lies ahead and in yeah. this case it seems there were no lessons really learned here. No, it's too bad there wasn't video to go along with that audio. That'd be and all questions would have been answered, I guess. But yes, which is odd. Usually, kids whip out a cell phone. It's then they get in video, right? They're thinking, "Oh, this is good for TikTok." Or unless Insta, then you would have been noticed as somebody recording it. Where yeah, it's true. The audio yeah. you can get away with a lot more. Maybe yeah. you know, if we're lucky, somebody else was videoing this because this yeah. is also the world we live in. That it's very rare that any event that happens 
is not broadcast to the world. True. You know, for better or for worse. Yeah. You know, if there are (laughs) abusive teachers, I would certainly like to know about it. So the kids in that classroom can be safe. But I don't know this to me. I don't know what led up to it, but it would appear to me. And again, without knowing anything, we're just speculating, but it's, it seems to me that you had a teacher that finally had a breaking point and went off on a rampage, whether, yeah, whether that just like, if you believe the Will Smith slap was real, where's mm-hmm. that breaking point? And when is it okay to act upon right. that breaking point? Well, you know, it's uh, what if there's any, um, not Ben's, but uh, what's the legal equivalent? Any attorney types in the troll room or whatever? Because something that occurred to me with uh, uh, that that uh, Oscar bullshit is um, is it a crime if if um, is I guess Chris Rock has to say I want to press charges. This guy assaulted me, but I, I thought like assault was a crime whether somebody wanted to press charges or not. Is that true? I, mean, I would I assume know. it is. Of course, this could just be rich privilege. He did deny filing a police report chris rock did to his credit if he was actually attacked and the los angeles police i believe who had the jurisdiction here said that you know if he wants to change his mind and come down and and write out a complaint that they're there they're aware that it happened but without his complaint they would not act upon it right (laughs) which i mean kind of makes sense again this is a domestic thing, right? This is yeah. two guys that maybe are friends at some point. I don't know. Uh, you know, they work in the same industry, so it could just be Chris Rock doesn't want to look bad because the optics, I think, look bad if you're like, oh, yes, I'm going to file charges because he slapped me. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that Will is also a Scientologist. Ooh. And that doesn't reflect very well on them. Isn't that supposed to like help you keep your cool and be Zen and all that shit? Right. What about that? I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he is. Not certain. Not hundred percent, but I think he is. That's like comedy. This is what goes on in all of these award shows. You know that you're going to have to take some lumps. Right. And in, in this case, I would have had a much better reaction if, Jada would have actually gotten up and slapped him. That I would have thought would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been would hilarious. Have been, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, or, then, oh, isn't there like another backstory? Like they have some kind of an open marriage. People say he's a cuck or whatever. I don't know. Is that right? Is that I, I don't I follow I any of that. I've heard yeah. bits and pieces here and there, and that may all be true. It may all be lies. It may all just Who be knows? something Nobody to knows. try to sell movies, which. It's right. also very possible because that seems to be in trouble right now. But to me, yeah. that would have been even funnier is just her going up there and making right. him apologize. See, that would have been the proper response. Yeah, it's the the violent outburst. No matter what the reason, it's just somebody saying something to you. If that is allowed to stand as OK behavior in a society then where does it stop because then that means the student could just hit the teacher if the teacher says something they don't like you can yeah. hit them we learn from will and and that's right. fine which is yeah. why there's usually a much bigger jump between words and violence correct yes 
that's again and that sort of circles back to staged yes i would agree it it would again this was chris rock being able to take a hit better than anybody i've ever seen not knowing one was coming exactly for a guy that's way bigger than him yeah he kind of just took the slap came right back and like oh so you know in the in the audio you heard that he's like oh will smith just kicked the shit out of me yeah you know it was not uh you know hey what are you doing what you know f off and none of that came from him it's like he totally kept his cool but then will smith goes back to his seat and then starts yelling obscenities it's like very weird it was a very weird yeah yeah a lot of uh, a lot of false notes there i think darren a lot (laughs) how does it write what is the most hoped for uh result here though that if it was staged then who wins if this wasn't staged yeah the oscars not look like a bunch of like pussies for not doing something about it well, I, the the funny thing is, the you know, to the opposite side of it being staged, if it was staged with the, uh, you know, with the consent of the Oscar idiots that run that travesty, um, what are they thinking? Like, a year from now, everybody's going to tune in thinking, well, who's going to fucking punch somebody out this year? No. Right. Maybe it's going to be <laughs> I mean, a part of a, it. Well, you know, it was, like, it was like, stay tuned for next week's episode. Okay. Now the ratings are through the roof. But right. A fucking year later, there's going to be another war, another pandemic, uh, floods, California will break off into the sea. There'll be other news stories. Nobody give a shit. So. See, I don't follow this stuff at all, but Blue Duke 33 is saying the Oscars banned Sasha Baron Cohen for far less. I didn't know he was banned. Oh, really? I didn't know that. But that what was, do do? I don't know what he did, but uh, oh. obviously something, uh, something, la- again, is this because Will Smith was a much bigger star? Is this, uh, is he still a big deal? I mean, can he open a movie or whatever? I mean, that's I think a, so. I gotta say that, yeah. See, that's something, again, I never, ever understood is, and I, you know, I know I'm in a weird minority, but I never in my life, when I did go see movies, ever went to see a movie because somebody was in it. It was just because the, the subject matter was interesting to me, you know, I had a good trailer, but who gives a shit whether it's Will Smith or De Niro or Bozo the fucking clown. <laughs> right. Bozo's you know, better. Just, really, that, that never influenced my movie making choices in a, in a, even the slightest bit. But I guess millions of people do. Oh, I got to see Will's latest. And they, they go, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think he has the juice still. I mean, I think Chris Rock has a pretty big audience as well that he brings in for his stuff. The most interesting thing was that security didn't come running at all. Right. You know, I mean, I know this happened fairly quickly, but security didn't even come down to Will Smith once he sat down. And that's what a lot of people are questioning. Well, why wasn't he escorted out immediately for? Well, because they knew he was about to win another award. (laughs) Yeah. Well, then I guess there was another thing I didn't watch it, but like he was crying big tears or whatever when when he won his award and. He apologized to, to something, but not to rocket. I missed that poll. Yeah, well, he, right. He apologized to the Academy and all that, but um, yeah. did not apologize to Chris Rock, which, yeah. you know, again, I get both sides of that. Yeah. But a lot of people think that Will Smith is now going to be the butt of the joke of a lot of comedians, including Rock and a lot of his buddies going forward because it's just oh yeah too easy now. Especially sure. because of the slap, you know, I mean, if this was, yeah. if he would have came and actually just really punched him and decked him, you know, then right. you're an asshole, but you're a guy, you're a man. You're Dude, not, you know? exactly. <laughs> this is going to be the Streisand effect to the power of 10. Oh yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. There, I mean, I've already seen memes with people 
um, labeling Will Smith as Joe Biden and Chris Rock is the economy. You know, so <laughs> these people are quick, man. And they uh, are quick. They are quick. The you know, I would pay money to see Chris Rock and I've watched his HBO and he can be funny as hell. That guy can be really gut bustingly funny. Um, and I just on the face of it, I, I have more respect for, I mean, think of it. Movie stars have the easiest fucking job on earth, really. And, and they're, their uh, their their so called craft is completely utterly subjective, right? Unlike rock stars, right? They they have to know how to play their fucking music, and if they don't, there's no getting around it. You know, hey, he missed that note, or he was off the beat, right? It's in, undisputable. But a performance is completely in the eye of the audience, and people always, can always say, "Oh, I like the way he he did that character," and other stuff. And then Chris Rock, you know, again writes his own shit, tours, whatever. I have a lot more respect for, I guess what I'm saying is I have no respect for actors. <laughs> that, well, it None. makes sense because they are doing nothing but playing yeah. make-believe to most of the time. I'm sure there are exceptions, yeah. but most are just taking somebody else's words and learning yeah. them. Sit on their asses, you know, danger comes, bring in the stuntman, the stand-in, even for the makeup and lighting. It's it's insane. I mean, there's, there's, it's just the easiest easiest way to make obscene amounts of money that there is. It's insane. Comedians write their own stuff. Yeah, much harder. And again, the proof is in the, there's, if, if a comedian sucks, nobody laughs. So, right. you know, again, it's not subjective. It is what it is. And uh, Chris Rock has been in movies and he had his own television show, which was a genius show. I loved Everybody Hates Chris, which, I mean, you could, I guess, throw that label on to Will Smith now. He's one of them that hates Chris. Uh, <laughs> uh, but just a... I've always found him to be a very entertaining guy and he's yeah. able to break things down into a way that people can relate to, which is what good comedy is. Oh yeah. And to yeah. make them laugh. And it's like, okay, if you can't laugh at yourself, I understand everybody's got hot button issues. Sure. And I get that he dissed Will Smith's wife. I get that, but there were much better ways to, to play that again unless it was all stage and will smith is probably hoping that people think it was all stage from now on otherwise he probably is yeah you know otherwise that's a bad rep to have and it's weird because he's been around for a long time and you've never seen anything like this and he's not a guy you've heard a lot of bad stuff about no you know he's kind of seems to be the uh you know very clean cut not getting into trouble oh, yeah. with drugs or anything like that No, he's got a very clean image i'm sure yeah so it'll be interesting to to see how that goes i mean he has a bad day will smith has a bad day i mean that's the difference here that is the privilege everybody you want to say white privilege it's like no it's the privilege of having cash and having power because will <laughs> smith privilege. that's good it's he still has a job he's still gonna work where this teacher i mean a little different the teacher yeah. has a bad day doesn't hit somebody he just smashes a golf club and it's like well we're gonna have to get you to resign because right we right. can't have you around the children. Yes. But now the clip that you brought, I think, ties so perfectly into all of this. Well, yeah. Well, you know, there's some fresh, well, not fresh, but, uh, you know, color me late. Um, it's widely agreed that this guy was just trolling them. Yes. Darren. This okay. is. Right. There's no, I didn't know that when I sent it to you. Yeah. Which is beautiful because that's why I still, <laughs> I still think it's a valid thing to 
rate the rage to rate the trolling <laughs> knowing that it wasn't acted we've heard this if you listen to no agenda you've heard this guy or guys like him who do the same exact bit which is a lot of these city council meetings that allow people to get up and have their say they just give them a certain amount of minutes like i think in this case like four minutes yes and for that four minutes you can say or do any damn thing you please <laughs> and people get very creative with it this guy Morning. did ep e-p-s-t-e-i-n so they're calling him up the first he doesn't stand up and it takes a second See, that was the first um, red flag that name yes epstein epstein didn't yeah, kill himself exactly it should have been yeah it should have been jeffrey epstein exactly. maxwell we should have been <laughs> <laughs> that's right jeffrey epstein maxwell come to the podium please yes <laughs> we're about to get a show no doubt and he breathes heavily okay. yeah. you can give your name and address you have four minutes please yes. and thank you marty epstein Sorry. I like the so act. Let me too. start off. Sorry. And we should mention that he's got yep. a Biden t shirt yes. on, <laughs> a temple beanie. Right. And he has, he has that certain look to him. 2015, Bernie Sanders woke me up. My openly gay six-year-old transgender nephew wanted something different than most kids for his birthday. I mean, genius. Right there. You know. Right there. You right. know. You know it's on. Yes. He wanted the COVID-19 vaccine for the greater good of humanity. Because unlike the racist Republicans, he wanted to protect our democracy and take on his social responsibility to do his part for the greater good. He is now gone from this world. He recently had a heart attack. But the doctors say they don't know what caused it, but I know what caused it. It was a stress <laughs> from the Donald Trump supporters and the science deniers. Racist, bigot, homophobe. <laughs> I mean, he is, he is selling it. He's selling it, baby. That shriek, the shrieks. <laughs> he is selling it. At this point, I'm surprised yeah. they don't have an ejector button. At yeah, these right. meetings that when you know although how do you know i guess that's the real question was this you, stage two was were they in on it the denton <laughs> city council denton texas maybe or did i mean you really maybe you have to let them speak as you yeah. know part of the law that uh if yeah. you live in that uh if you live in that jurisdiction you get the time to say whatever you want maybe maybe yeah, yeah. And he has great delivery though you might recognize this man as one of the most evil men, if not the most evil man in history, is what you call him. But I have somebody who is much worse. So he's holding up a picture of Hitler. Yes. And the much worse, of course. Yes. His name is Donald J. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> now, let me tell you why Donald Trump is worse than Adolf Hitler. Number one. Number one. Donald Trump hurts my feelings and Hitler does not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is, I mean, that is comedy gold. I mean, this guy it should really be on is. the Tonight Show. Where's Johnny Carson? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Donald Trump hurts my feelings and Adolf yeah. Hitler doesn't. Genius. Number two. Number two. Hitler at least put people in quarantine camps and made them wear masks 
while Donald Trump continues to spew out Russian disinformation. Third, Hitler had the decency and kindness to kill himself. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is still alive. Yes, the parody guy, Ned. Ned. At least Hitler had the decency to leave us alone. Trump, on the other hand, refuses to kill himself and makes him significantly worse. And then the noises. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're in war with Ukraine and Russia. If we had a nuclear war, it would be worth it if it could just save one life. If we have a nuclear war, it'll yes. be worth it. See, the, the clip I sent you is you you cranked this from Go, where he, he gave all these tells. The one I say, sent originally was was it was a clip from the center of it right about here where he really started. And it, it almost because he's it, it's hard to understand what he's saying in some ways. And it was just like, who's this fucking maniac? <laughs> he is a genius who is he just bringing- he just winds it up man wow he's bringing the truth out there yeah i love the yelping yes it's very good that's a good liberal yell Such long pauses. Uh, yeah. Now he's sniffing. <laughs> my closing statement. My only regret is that I didn't stop Rihanna Taylor's killers. I still remember like it was yesterday. I was shopping at Target in the Pride section looking for a shirt for my six-year-old openly gay transgender nephew after I got off work at Starbucks where I'm a barista. But at least I know that I was helping the LGBTQ community while Brianna Taylor was killed. Every man I lay on my pillow and I prayed to Dr. Fauci that's who made a vaccine for white supremacy. I hate myself! Thank you. That's your time. Thank you. That's your time. Appreciate it. I'm going to take a knee for George Floyd. Could you do that over there so we can get the next person? (laughs) Yeah. This guy's great. Wow. I'm going to take a knee for George Floyd. And the guy's like, yeah, can you you just do that somewhere else, though, please? And then he ends by saying, somebody want to wipe that thing down? You have that, too? Oh, I must. Let's see here. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. If we could. uh, So we'll take like a five minute break and wipe all that down. So it's 813. (laughs) We'll be back. I'll play along. uh, But. Wow. That is. uh, That is a thing of beauty, really. (laughs) Wipe that thing down. <laughs> that is a thing of beauty. This is performance art. 
It sure is. Yeah. And you're doing it in front of a crowd. And the video of this yeah. is interesting because there is obviously a liberal minded woman sitting behind that, like, is taking this seriously. Yes. And that's the scary yes. part of all of this kind of stuff to me is that if you don't realize that was a comedic bit. Yeah. Mm, we got problems. Yes. Now, imagine the people that would want to hit this guy like Will Smith and Chris Rock <laughs> for all the stuff he just spewed. But that's not what our country's about. It's about freedom of speech. It's about people having rights, although. No, it's not. They're eroding. Yeah. It's about obedience to authority, Darren. Get that straight. There was a guy that tweeted this, and he has like 100,000 followers or something. Pranay Pathole. Interesting. I think he's Indian that posted this that Elon Musk gave him an answer. He says, would you consider building a new social media platform, Elon, one that would consist an open source algorithm, one where free speech and adhering to free speech is given top priority, one where propaganda is very minimal. I think that kind of platform is needed where Elon says, I'm giving serious thought to this. Now, everything was great. Up until the point, you know, him saying open source algorithm, free speech, adhering to free speech is given top priority. But then when you say one where propaganda is very minimal, you've lost me. You're done. Right. You're gone. That's true. Yes, you're right. Because who gets to decide what propaganda is? Sure. This is the argument that I've been having for about the last week with CSB when it comes to Russia and Ukraine, which is everybody's putting out propaganda. True. And I can't make a really good opinion on the events when the information that you're getting is so one sided in either direction. There's no third party that's covering this with like, well, you know, here's where. Russia's telling the truth. Here's where Ukraine's telling the truth. And the United States, they're just never telling the truth. <laughs> that part is that you can go without saying. Yeah. But this is the issue when it comes to free speeches. You can't say, I want free speech, but I also want propaganda wiped out because propaganda is part of free speech. And people could be telling is. the truth. The easiest way to get rid of somebody telling the truth is to yell that it's propaganda. Yes. So you can't have it both ways. I just, he should just buy Twitter and then destroy it. Shut it down. Shut it down. We've had enough. That's, that's the, that's the fix really just it's, it's fucking cancer. So just, you know, get rid of it, cut it out. Yeah. There is no social media beyond Mastodon and even Mastodon. You're going to get all of the same stuff. If Mm -hmm. you dip your toe into the wrong places. Yeah. No Agenda Social works really well because it's a community of under 10,000 people. I mean, I I know that everybody outside can follow in and you can interact, but it's relatively a small community that overall has mostly sane people that are taking part in conversations. Even if they disagree, they can have the conversations. That is not the case. Once you get over that amount of people, I don't think it matters what the platform is. Probably not. It is really concerning that TikTok is the new place for propaganda to be spread. We that talked is about mind that. Blowing. Yeah. It, it is. That is truly mind blowing. But that's where we are. That's our world. Huh? 
It is part of the progressive movement's plan, which is to get all of these often high school age kids who we just heard were traumatized when a teacher yes. goes ape and swears and smashes a golf club. They're traumatized yeah. by that. Yes. But they're going to be spreading the word of the U.S. government on TikTok. Yeah. I don't know how that works out. I do not know how that works out. I don't know how we got. Well, I guess I do know how we got here, but uh, it's just just when you think it can't get any more strange, it does. So I think the big reset's going to be, a, you know, a Noah's Ark flood or a fucking meteor strike or something. That's the only thing that can possibly, you know, put the world back in where it should be. Hey, it happened before. Yeah. Who's building the boat, though? Damn good question. <laughs> That's you the know. problem. Who's going to be led on a, the boat? <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to take a course in uh article navigation at the coast guard so i'll be ready you do some woodworking be like uh, <laughs> yeah, leroy exactly. jethro gibbs in uh yeah in ncis just building a boat in your basement yeah which was there the- was a guy i was uh one of my cross-country treks i it was a there's a town uh just outside of tulsa called katusa and um some dude built a noah's ark, noah's ark down there um about i don't know a long time ago and it's sitting there it's half a rotted away it's pretty impressive undertaking you know and i think he he tried to adhere to the you know cubits and whatever the hell the biblical measurements were at the time I said holy shit look at that wow i don't know if it'd take a two of everything on earth but it'd hold a lot of shit so yeah and they would fight <laughs> i would think you would think wouldn't you <laughs> i you know would. it's nice when you're like well, take these bit birds and take these big, yeah. you know, uh, cougars and they'll be right. fine. Cougars and birds, they always get along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing to worry about here. That's why there's some room for interpretation on all of those stories. But true. You know, it's not like we don't need that. It's not like we don't need a good cleansing. Unfortunately, the people that are trying to give us the cleansing are now not the good people. No. And no. that is the worrisome part. That is. <laughs> The worrisome part. But that's why people listen to us. One, we can poke fun at people and let you know just how much rage is going on in the world. So you Uh, don't have to have so much rage. That's right. It's like a self-cleaning system. Yeah. Defuse Monday before you have much time to build up a a charge of of rage. It's the good way to head into a brand new week. And yes. we do work on the value for value model, which means we put these shows out there. You get to decide, hey, did you get something out of this show? Was there anything of value in this show? And if so, you get to put that into a number that means something to you and send it back to us by going to planetrage.show. It's the model that we learned from Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak of the No Agenda podcast. And if you're not listening to No Agenda, darn it, what's going on with you? Yeah, really get on that. Coming in first and foremost today, Kenny Ben, no agenda artist extraordinaire. Fantastic artwork. Coming in with 20 bucks for Planet Rage. He says, You two have the best voices in broadcasting. Oh my God. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. That's why people listen with just, it's just, we don't, it doesn't even matter what we say as long as we say it (laughs) with the best voices in broadcasting. And then kisses and hugs, Kendra. We appreciate that, Kendra. Coming in with his monthly $20, Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley. Sir Sean, we salute you. Thank you, sir. That guy is quickly becoming one of the patron saints of podcasts. Yes. And it is greatly appreciated, especially at this crazy time that the world's going through. Oh, yeah. 
supporting the voices that bring reason out there and question things, which is, you know, we don't want to be contrarian all the time. But, you know, when 95 percent of the world agrees about something, that's where I'm going to take a beat and go, well, I want to look at this a little further. Yeah, because that always scares me when when Bill O'Reilly and Rachel Maddow agree on something. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, is the world coming to an end? What's going on? Yeah, I want to look at this. I want to see why. (laughs) And that doesn't make me believe it more. Some people might think, wow, if such diverse voices believe the same thing, then it must be true. It's like, no, for me, that sets all these red flags and sirens in my head going off going. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. So you have to look into it a little bit further. Coming in at five bucks, our buddy Johnny Bravo from Johnny Bravo. Thank you, Johnny. And he wanted this one split between random thoughts, planet rage and unrelenting. So he's one of those poor folks that listens to all of my shows. Wow. And we appreciate that. And of course, coming in with 10,033 Satoshis. Uh, drum roll, please. Which today. <laughs> yeah, we're beating out a desk. This could trigger some people that could traumatize yeah. students in this class of of planet rage today that 10,033 sats is worth four dollars and 77 cents which means crypto is on the rise it is tis it is with the note <laughs> from comic strip blogger that says howdy larry and darren putin is stalin 2.0 so it is not ukraine that needs fictional denazification it is russia that needs real de-stalinization anyway Please subscribe to our podcast about artificial intelligence named AI.cooking, spoken by Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent. Go whiff. Yes, the Gwiffster. Also see my cartoons at comicstripblog.com. Yo. We appreciate it, CSB. We do CSB, and uh I'd I'd like to dub his title beneath it, the master of minimalism. The and that's ma- an art, and he's damn good <laughs> at it. So there. He does you have know, some interesting doodles. You know, probably my favorite, uh, well, one of, I shouldn't say maybe one of my favorite uh, guitar guys is, of course, Keith Richards, um, who is, the reason he's so great is he adheres to the less is more um, notion of, um, you know, of playing. And he said once, uh, you know, well, you know, because somebody was like saying, why aren't you, why aren't you more like Eddie Van Halen? Like and why? Keith said, yeah. And Keith said, well, you know, um, if you let's put take it out of music and put it into a painting context, do you, do you is there a law that says you must cover the entire canvas with paint? And I thought, yeah, so good, good idea. And uh, I put uh, CSB in that in that realm. Minimalism It's good works. He has a style. Yeah, it works for him. As do most artists, when you look at the no agenda art, which is a you know, fairly small community, but the guy that puts all of the artwork and the chapters onto the No Agenda shows, Dreb Scott, he said he has gotten very good at being able to determine who did the art before checking to see who did the art. Sure. Yeah. And everybody has that style. Mark Knopfler is a guitarist that if you hear him. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter who he's playing with. You're like, oh, yeah, that's Mark Knopfler, Mm -hmm. which is really hard to do very 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 hard to do yes because usually when guitarists that are that good like mark knopfler is 
people will then try to copy that style. And obviously what he's doing is just so screwed up and only he understands because nobody can seemingly reproduce the sounds that he gets. Just remember, he may be good, but according to Rolling Stone, he's not as good as Neil Young. Right. (laughs) Well, don't forget that. You want to keep that in mind. Yeah. I don't believe a lot of what Rolling Stone says. Old Shaky gets out there with the electric guitar. I mean, I get it. I like it. He makes the feedback just start coming through and he starts shaking. And uh, in the out of control, Neil, I've said it before. That is my favorite. Neil Young is where. You're, but you're absolutely right. Where Mark Knopfler can play a very complex musical, you know, note after note. Neil Young, he makes it sound good because it sounds bad. And there's it's a hard thing to do, too. It's like, you know, it's a lot of punk rock is that way. It's like you want That's it to true. sound just bad enough. Yeah. But you don't want to be totally out of control. You want people to be able to recognize one song from another. Yes. And that is the trick. And that is uh, everybody's got their own style and the people that are good get copied, which is how music has always been. Yep. And, uh, you know, Mark Knopfler is I don't know. I don't think there's anybody better. There's I'm sure we could do a whole show just on. Oh, do do months of shows about that. But, yeah, he's certainly extraordinary. The favorite guitarist. I mean, I don't know if CSB is that good of a doodler, but he keeps practicing. Yeah. And we I like appreciate his style of the minimalism. It's cool. And I'll, he, a lot of the stuff makes you think the, yeah. the little text bubbles. It's like, yeah, he mean that. And I think he does. I mean, he Did speaks you, a uh, few languages. Were you a Mad Magazine fan as a kid? Oh, yeah. Okay. His style reminds me. There was a guy. I think his name was Sergio Aragonis. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was his name. CSP would know. He's an art freak and an artist. Um, and he was, you know, there's some great artists there, you know, Drucker, I think, and, uh, Don Martin and stuff that did all these great spy versus spy and all those characters. But there was a, um, it was, it was called the marginal thinking department. Okay. (laughs) In the old man magazines. And this dude between like the boxes, the frames of the cartoon panels, he would do these doodles that were so small. You almost needed a magnifying glass to see what the hell they were. But when you look closely, it was amazing the amount of information this guy could convey with a few strokes of his rapidograph pen was mind-blowing. The marginal thinking department reminds me a lot of CSB stuff. That's how you know you're getting genius. Yes. When you see the stuff. Yeah. And the more I don't get something that he puts out there, the more I know it's good because it's probably right over my head. (laughs) (laughs) That's the beauty of it all. Now, what happened with that Larry show this week? What were you taken down from? Was it Spotify? There was. Oh, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Uh, it was Facebook. Really? What happened was Facebook. Yeah. I um, like about, um, I guess, maybe six months ago, I, I made a comment on some something saying they should nuke San Fran as I spelled it. San Fran <laughs> shit. San Fran shit go. San Fran shit go should be nuked. And that was, I think they declared that it was either a, th- a threat or like, yeah, like Whoa. I've got a button and I can do that. You know, you <laughs> do know you? I've got, <laughs> yes, I do. Of course it doesn't everybody. Don't you yeah. We all have nukes. So that was, it was either a threat or hate, whatever the fuck it was, some of their bullshit. And, you know, I ignored it. And then, um, I guess a, a week, be- a week ago or something, um, 
uh, somebody, uh, a very cool guy who runs a, a beer, a beer review channel, the mighty plantain. He had something about, uh, he had a post about academia and I said, academia should be, should be burned to a cinder that would fix America. And that was, that was again, another terrorist threat. And that so seems they shut- a lot like hate speech. <clears throat> there you go. Or maybe it was a hate, whatever it was they called it. It was a no, no, uh, it was a Zuckerberg. No, no. So I was, so I was, uh, you know, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't do any, I couldn't post my episode, um, for a day or two, whatever the hell it was. They had me in their, in their little, in the corner. And so that's what I meant by that comment. You were um, in Facebook jail, Facebook jail. Yeah. So I, you know, yeah. A lot of people have been there. Yes. And a yeah. lot more are going there, which again is why social media is a necessary evil when you're trying to promote stuff. But if you're trying to have a conversation, oh. you cannot have the free exchange of ideas no. that scares the people on the left, scares the shit out of them. Yeah. Which is why you listen to that Larry show. It's why you listen to random thoughts, unrelenting yes, planet rage and a whole rage. bunch of other shows. Indeed. We are uncensorable. (laughs) We hope. We hope. (laughs) But we will be back next week on Monday to help you relieve all of that weekend stress that you build up. And we hope you can join us then. Until then, later, everybody. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. 